0: Oh, do we have a treat for you today on the Masculine Journey. We are starting out on a whole new series yeah. to kind of wrap up the summer with called The Pillars of the Masculine Journey. And as you might guess, this being the first of the series, it, we're on Pillar 1, right, Sam? <laughs> By the way, Sam, what's a pillar? <laughs> a
1: pillar is a foundational piece that holds up something.
0: There you go. Well, that's good stuff. That is good stuff, especially <laughs> since today's pillar his faith. And, and truly, that's one of those things, if it weren't for Abraham and his faith, you know, we don't have a whole lot to build on there, do we, Sam?
1: No, and a lot of us aren't going to be here
0: <laughs>
1: without Abraham's faith in the, in the Lord.
2: That's for sure.
0: So we're going to start off with, as I like to do sometimes, a little humor from Happy Gilmore. You know, not that his name is Dilmore, it's Gilmore.
2: <laughs> so we're, let me get this straight. We're going straight from Abraham Abraham to Happy Gilmore. Is that right? Well, I'm happy anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Gilmore. But anyway, sometimes I
0: think people confuse faith with positive mental attitude. Like I'm going to believe it or I'm going to claim it and, and, and it's going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. And here we have, you know, Happy does eventually, if you watch the movie, learn how to putt. But at this point in time, yeah. he, he doesn't know how. And he is trying to just use the blind faith approach. And you can kind of hear how that works out for Happy.
3: On the 18th green, Shooter McGavin is putting for the win. Maybe it's just me, but his crowd seems small for this type of moment. I think most people have found their way over to Happy Gilmore. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives and his amazingly bizarre behavior. He's on the 17th green right now, having a little trouble closing out his day. Happy, the ball itself has its own energy, or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the home. So why don't you send him home? His bags are packed, he's got his airplane tickets. Bring him to the airport. Send him home. <laughs> I just. It's time to go home there, ball. Oh. You're such ball, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me.
2: And it just goes downhill from there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was even before he took on Bob Barker. Yeah. Uh, it was it got
2: ugly. <laughs> it was yeah, the, the price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> I think Bob took him out if I remember correctly. I, I, I don't I don't
0: know if, if you you know, he actually went on YouTube later on in life when Bob got into his 90s yeah.
2: and
0: and took him on in the hospital and stuff. So that went on and on. But nonetheless, faith, it's a little different than just positive mental attitude because, you know, one of the distinctions for me, Sam, is, is God in this. I, am I right. walking with God in this whatever endeavor, whether it's playing golf or whether I'm being on the radio, with you guys, you know, is God going to be in this with me, and are we heading towards moving the kingdom forward in some way? Hmm. So, You know,
1: I would agree, Robbie, and I think it's also, you know, it comes down to what are you really putting your faith in? Are you putting it in your own ability, your bank account, a lot of those other things, or are you relying on God along with some of those things, but God leading the way to be there with you?
0: Yeah, we will get to the to the definition that we all know of in Hebrews eleven, since we're on this pillar, and we get, we're gonna have to you know grab a hold of something. And Hebrews eleven one, it you know the way we normally read it in the King James version is now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. And Dennis, you have a what I think is just <laughs> one of the classic clips. I'm really excited to mm-hmm. to set it up, that'll allow you to set it up. From Apollo 13 yeah. and, and if you would set that up for our listeners because this is a really
2: this is the other kind of faith well if you remember if, it, if whether or not you saw the movie Apollo 13 was an ill-fated trip to the moon they had a uh, they had an emergency situation that took place and they had to figure out a way to bounce back off the moon and come back to earth With enough oxygen and to get back into the Earth's atmosphere. While all this was going on they were running some interviews on television they were talking about some different things as you would see in this type of situation and they were doing an interview with Jim Lovell about uh, perhaps being in a place like this before in his flying days and what he explains here is really significant.
3: Apollo 13 commander Jim Lovell has more time in space almost 24 days already than any other man. And I asked him recently if he ever was scared. Oh, well, I've had an engine flame out a few times in an aircraft and was kind of curious as to whether it was going to light up again, things of that nature. But, uh, they, they seem to work out. Is there a specific instance in an airplane emergency when you can recall fear? Uh, well, I tell you, I remember this one time. I'm, uh, I'm in a Banshee at night in combat condition, so there's no running lights on the carrier. Uh, it was a Shangri-La, and we were in the Sea of Japan, and my my radar had jammed, and my homing signal was gone because somebody in Japan was actually using the same frequency, and so it was, it was leading me away from where I was supposed to be. And I'm looking down at a big black ocean, so uh, I flip on my map light, and then suddenly, zap, everything shorts out right there in my cockpit. All my instruments are gone, my lights are gone, and I can't even tell now what my altitude is. Uh, I know I'm running out of fuel, so I'm thinking about uh, about ditching in the ocean. And I, I look down there, and then in, in the darkness, there's this, uh, there's this green trail. It's like a long, carpet that's just laid out right beneath me. And it, right. It was that phosphorescent stuff that gets churned up in the wake of a big ship, and it was it was, it was just leading me home. And now, if my cockpit lights hadn't shorted out, there's no way I'd have ever been able to see that. So. Uh, you uh you never know what what events are going to transpire to get you home.
0: That's an amazing clip, Dennis. And, and you know that faith, that light in the darkness is something yeah. that really for you which you know, you can't help but see that wow, he saw God in it. Yeah. He saw God in that in his situation when he was desperate that he he could clearly understand that there was No coincidence that his dash lights had
2: shorted out, so that he could see what it was that was actually leading him home. It's such a big part of our faith, you know. John described Jesus as a light coming the in the darkness of the world. Uh, At one time, several years ago, I looked up in the Bible every time light after dark or the light after darkness was mentioned, and it was somewhere between two hundred and fifty and three hundred times that I have marked in one of my Bibles. So obviously, God thinks that's a very significant part of our faith journey. And it gets tested the uh, the darkness that he saw in the ocean you know, you're, you're flying up there and you're thinking that, you know very matter of factly, you know, my hope is running out here. I see nothing but darkness. I'm going to have to ditch the plane in the ocean. And all of a sudden God shows up, you know, and provides a light for him to get home. And I think that's such a that's such a metaphor for what our faith journey is, Sam, that we sometimes we feel like we're in the darkness. I've felt that way. Lately, as a matter of fact, and, and we, we need that light. I don't know where other people go sometimes. Well, I do. I know that we, we seek it through addictions. We seek it through relationships with others that maybe are sexually oriented relationships. Men see, seek it in pornography. We're trying to get some light, uh, but it's just not a true light for us.
1: No, it's not. You know, we were talking about pillars, you know, of the masculine journey. And I struggled with this being a pillar, because I think it's honestly more of the foundation uh-huh. that the pillar's set on. We talked a little bit before the show, because without faith, you can't really have the other pillars strong enough like you need it yeah. to help hold you up on this journey through life. You know, because you've got to have rested on something, you got to have something you fall back on, and at the core underneath everything else is a growing faith in God.
2: And I'm not surprised to hear Sam say that, Robbie, uh, talking about a foundation since he builds houses. <laughs> you know, Or but the it's a, pillars. Uh, yeah. But it's a great, yeah, it's a great picture of that. So. Well,
0: one of the, the things that jumped out at me on the topic was it's one thing to have faith in God. And, and clearly Abraham had that, and this is the kind of faith we're talking about, about a pillar. But it's another thing to believe and have faith that God's going to come through for me. Mm-hmm that it's going to that God is, you know, going to make this work for me. And we're going to we're going to get to some other clips in a minute that talk about heart mm-hmm. and how people see how God is coming after our own heart, but it, how do you feel do you feel like God's going to come through For me in this, not that God's going to come through. We know Jesus is going to come back, and we know who wins in the end. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what kind of a, a mess am I going to be involved in before we ever get there, which almost amounts to how much faith do I really have that God is going to be there in that moment for me, and that's a whole different thing, isn't it, Sam?
1: It is, and I think it gets back to a couple things, and I want to address that. But I want to point out real quickly that Abraham's faith grew. Initially he didn't have faith because he told you know, the other ruler that it was his sister, that his wife was his sister.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right, because he
1: didn't think God was going to come through for him. You know, and so we're going to have times as our faith grows only in our walk with him. You know, you don't jump in and have this, not everyone jumps in and has this blind faith, you know, that everything's going to work out. And I think the other point, Robbie, is what does work out mean? Or what does it mean for God to be in it? Is it what we want? Outcome to be with God in it, or are we willing to say, God, I trust you that no matter the outcome, you're in it? Yeah, there's a big difference on how we look at
2: that. I had a big example of that recently where we were uh praying for my sister to uh, come out of her state of being unconscious to be healed, and uh, we wanted it, we wanted it for us, you know, really when it comes down to it, we wanted we wanted we didn't want her to leave yet, she's younger than. I am uh, younger than my brother. You never want to be a parent to see a child pass away. Um, but My sister had struggled with some things, including health issues, and I think Robbie was pointing out a short time ago, we were talking about it, that um, perhaps uh, at our faith did come through and that our prayers were answered, that she's healed from all that now. Um, it still hurts, and the enemy wants to gain a foothold in that, particularly with those that, that don't believe, to to show them, see, you know, God doesn't do those miracles like he said he did before. So that's a real journey for us as well. Yes, and there's the time when you really, really
0: need to cling to that faith in the moment of loss like that. I lost my mother last year. So we're going to talk about that kind of faith and other ways that God comes through. we got some amazing clips. Stay tuned. we got so much more Masculine Journey coming up. Stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way, you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that.
0: Then you can go to facebook.com, where you can click the Donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the Donate button.
1: Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285.
0: Sam, this November's boot camp could literally change a lot of men's life i talk to a lot of men they're saying they say they don't know what their place is in the grand scheme of things they don't know how to behave as christian men god designed us for freedom and it's coming up at this boot camp it is go to masculinejourneyradio.org to register now just 169 early bird pricing for four amazing days go to masculinejourneyradio.org register now
4: To let music set me on fire, and I was saved. Yeah. That's why I'm keeping the faith. Yeah, 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 keeping the faith.
0: Or <laughs> keeping the faith, right, Dennis?
2: Yeah, Billy Joel, and uh, that was a song back in the early 80s. There was a line in that song we were talking about too, Sam, that says, because the good old days weren't always good and tomorrow's not as bad as it seems. I mean, I'm not sure Billy was talking about what my takeaway is from that song a lot of times because he was uh, talking about the things he did when he was younger, which our friend Vinny uh, justifies that he knew Billy and (laughs) Billy did all those things when he was younger. But uh, to me it's saying faith is a day-by-day proposition. It's a daily manna situation for us where we get up every day and we're we're drawing enough faith and I agree with you that faith can grow over time but isn't it you know I kind of have to go through a refilling of the tank on a daily basis or the tank starts to get low and my faith starts to wane so and again we live in a world where we want to plan so many things out and look to the future and uh, faith is not a logical thing at all so it's kind of living in the moment a lot of times isn't it and
1: it is, and I think that it's just part of the process of saying, okay, I got to fill this up because the world's going to come erode that faith. Yeah. And, and what ends up happening is we start to believe in the faith of other things instead of our faith in God. Yeah.
0: Well, there's our next clip coming up because the Field of Dreams, uh, a lot of people are familiar with the story. <clears throat> you know, if you'll build it, they will come. But it, it kind of fits in, Dennis, that. Our tests of faith are really there to sh- for God to, you know. I, I think about my tests through many health struggles and many other struggles in my life. That time and again, it seems like God was testing my faith to show me, look it, Robbie, I'm I'm coming through for you. Yeah. I, and what matters and what's supposed to happen. This 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 is a real love relationship, and. Clearly, what's happening for our hero here in the field of dreams is he's fixing to get tested, right?
2: Yeah, he is because you know this. He has this. Uh, he has this dream of building this baseball field on it, this baseball diamond on his farm. The farm is coming up under foreclosure. I think it's his brother-in-law that's telling him, "Look, we're gonna." Uh, We're going to lose everything. So, from the worldly side, everyone is saying, No, this is not going to work out. And then, though, you hear from, and I don't think we have it all in this clip, but then you hear from a childlike faith, and you also hear from an old sage who looks at it from the perspective of faith and what God can do, in my opinion.
0: But the fact remains is that you don't have the money to bring the mortgage up to date, so you're still going to have to sell. I'm sorry, Ray. We got no choice.
4: Ray, people will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have, and peace they like. Ray, just sign the papers. And they'll walk out to the bleachers, they'll sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines, where they sat when they were children, and cheered their heroes. as if they dip themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick that I'll them away from their faces. Ray, when the bank
3: opens in the morning, they'll foreclose.
4: People will come, Ray.
3: You're broke, Ray. You sell now or you lose everything. The one
4: constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray people will most definitely come
2: that guy sounds just like our announcer ernie (laughs) it does the beginning of our show often call him the james earl jones of radio he's got
0: the voice but he's also you know it's interesting that you have this encourager and this tempter you know right on each other but it's a test it's a test it's a test but the neat thing is that for those of us who know the story it's it's Clearly, giving him an opportunity to walk into the, the, the calling that God gave him, right, Sam?
1: It did, and it actually, in walking in, walking in that faith, if you remember from the story, he finds healing. He finds yeah. healing over his issue with his father.
2: I didn't remember you know, that when part. When we trust that's... in
1: God, and, and when we walk, you know, it, it, that's where our healing also starts to come.
2: He made an interesting statement there, too, guys when he said uh, baseball is the one constant. And what I thought about was God is the one constant in our lives if we have faith in him. He's the one that never changes, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, God was there in the in Yeah, in, <laughs> in, there's, in the beginning. Yeah, He was there in the beginning, even before Abraham got on board.
0: But anyway, the, what we often see in these kind of things is our faith, As we raise our shield of faith, are affected by this. And the thing that I loved about the Apollo 13 clip that we can't give you in the audio, you can only see when you see it. The reason why they're showing it is the families of these people on Apollo 13 are watching this interview. Yeah. And the argument that they get from hearing him talk about God coming through with this sea of algae, you know, he is essentially, even though it was a pre-recorded interview, his faith shield is raising up the shield of his own family of, you know, we're going to make it, you know, we're going to, we're going to be there. And, and this gives a sense. And I, and I know Howard, our producer would, would definitely may even want to jump on this, that when you look in the eyes of certain athletes, Mm -hmm. you would call it heart. You would say, I can see it in their eyes. Give them the ball. This is, This is going to work out because they have a certain amount of heart that has to do with their relationship and and having God come through. And so I'm going to pay this clip from a movie called The Replacements, which, again, is a, a bit gaudy movie. don't recommend the movie, but it's sort of a compilation of things that winners want the ball. And the reason they do is because they know God is in this with them. And it may not be the outcome that you're going to win the game, oh. but it will be the outcome that, that God's with you in this if you're, if you're sticking with him in, in the situation. But the, the thing I love about this clip, if you listen to the end, is he talks about what happens when you find out that you have what it takes, mm-hmm. which is a big part of the masculine journey. Yeah. And when you have a chance to walk in faith, it comes comes through for you then you have this taste of wow i have what
2: it takes can you ask for the ball
0: coach mcginty what will washington need to get back into this ball game
2: heart
3: i i'm sorry you gotta have heart can you elaborate on that miles and miles of heart winners always want the ball when the game's on the line so besides me, who really wants the ball? Yeah, you want it, Brian. Let's hook up. DC left, Y motion, 88 Warrior. Gentlemen. It's been an honor to share the field of battle with you. It's on one-on-one. When the replacement players for the Washington Sentinels left the stadium that day, there was no tick or parade. No endorsement deals for sneakers or soda pop or breakfast cereal. Just a locker to be cleaned out and a ride home to catch. But what they didn't know was that their lives would be changed forever You too, because they had been part of something great. And greatness, no matter how brief, stays with a man. Every athlete dreams of a second chance. These men lived it.
0: And Sam, I know that for you, I think all of us, we are on a team. We are on a, at some point in our life that was undefeated or they had some huge victory. And that moment where you really realize that God had come through and you, and you did have what it took is, is something that really sticks with you.
1: It is. It's something that you can draw on when you face those things in the future. It's something you can hold with you. You know, one thing we didn't plan, and I know I love to do this with you guys, but (laughs) for one word, what would be one word you would use for what faith does in your life? I'll let you guys go first, and I'll I'll go last. Just one word.
0: It gives me intimacy. (laughs) Faith. Intimacy. Intimacy. And meaning that because I've got faith that God's there, that gives me that intimate relationship with him really is the foundation that you speak of, uh, Sam? That I wouldn't, uh, life wouldn't be living with, wouldn't be worth living if I didn't have that intimacy with God. That
2: makes it your turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few I could go with, but I would say heals. Faith heals. Uh, you know, it heals the wounds that we might have had when we were younger. It heals the things that are going on in our lives. Sometimes it heals a sister in a way that we didn't expect, but. Uh, but faith did it, so I think it's a it's a healing force. And if I were to pick an organ that it heals the most, it would be my heart. Your turn, Good. Sam.
1: <laughs> For me, I think I would say it's a foothold. It's a foothold onto life. It's a foothold on that rock that's not going to move. Mm-hmm. It helps me as the storms of life continue to come. But it's it's that anchor that I know that God is there for me, regardless of how it works out, he's going through it with me, and we'll be on the other side of it together.
2: Yeah. You know, I was talking about this uh, quote before we went on the air, and we all have our varying opinions about some of the things that Oswald Chambers says, but this was this was interesting because he said, so, if, so that is what faith is, God perceived by the heart. His and there process. is
0: the foothold and in the intimacy and the healing. That's awesome stuff. Well, you can see this Pillars of the Masculine Journey is a fun journey. We will be continuing it next week. You'll have to guess what the next pillar will be. And we will be (laughs) there at MasculineJourneyRadio.org. If you want to listen to any of the previous podcasts, sign up for the boot camp coming up. We're very excited to see you then, and we are so grateful that you all listen. Thanks for listening to the Masculine Journey.